Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Ground ball to shortstop. The throw is to second. And again, the ball sails past LaGrange into right field. This is the hot corner. The runners will score, and a cascade of boos rain down from the stands as clearly the fans' sympathy for this scrappy little no-arm man has run out. With Patrick Harris. Now, granted, the throw was a little wide, but you got to believe that a two-arm player would have made the catch. In fact, a one-arm player would have at least had a shot at it, which calls to mind the question once again, why, with all the two-armed youngsters waiting in the minor leagues, does this team stick with an armless second baseman? On 1080. And he hasn't had a hit in ever. In ever, Jerry. In ever. The Fan. Welcome into the hot corner for a must-be-a-Wednesday. Baby, it's always a Wednesday around here. Patrick Harris, Joe Fisher with you tonight. We have poached Will Ortner and convinced him to stick around because uh, this show is uh, fun when we have people around. I'm just never going to leave. I'm not even kidding. Like yeah. I'm going to find a blanket. I'm going to go to sleep over here on the couch. And Dirt and Sprague, you better be ready for me in the morning. Well, I'll tell you, there was a time in, uh, you remember the crazy like three heat days that we had? Yeah, uh-huh. So uh, there was a time where, oh, where it was so hot in my place that I woke up at three in the morning drenched in sweat. Yeah. And I drove to the station and slept on a couch. You slept here? Yeah. Not at this, at, at the old spot. Oh, I was producing okay. Dirt and Sprague that day, and I just drove down and slept for two hours down there because it was AC'd. Like, this is going to be a lot better than yeah. trying to figure out something <clears throat> else. So I have slept. <clears throat> I have slept at the station. Not at this new one. Give it time. There's plenty of time. I thought about. There's plenty of couches ones. too. Yeah, I mean, there's I've actually. Everywhere. I haven't. I. I want to consider it a, a sleep, but I have definitely snoozed so far on one of these couches. I got here real early at a, uh, on a Sunday morning before a show for some reason, and um, I think it was like seven, and the show started at eight, and so yeah, I caught a quick thirty forty five on one of the couches. It was it was nice, quite nice. Actually, I just remembered I was producing primetime when Voldemort left. And I showed up early and I passed out on a couch for like 30 minutes. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. They made fun of me for like two days because that's what you do. <laughs> you make fun of people for getting their amount of rest they're supposed what, to have? What are couches if they are not meant to be slept on? Right. I mean, when you're buying a couch, you need you should be able to, at the place, be able to like take a nap. I had to buy a couch uh, recently because I just moved to my place down in the old Newburg, the Berg. Mm. The Berg. And, uh, not the Berg. 
man, that first nap on the couch, there's nothing like it. Like, it was, I had been without a couch for a good month, month and a half, trying to find the right one. And then once I got it, oh boy, that was top five nap of all time. This might be a young person like question because I've never actually had to buy a couch. Like all my couches have just kind of like fallen into my lap. I've get gotten them all for free. I was right. <laughs> I know, hear you. But do you get to like take it home, like a test drive with the couch? Like I get to have the couch for a weekend. I get I, to watch some football. I do think a lot of them it. have like a ninety day money back guarantee. As like, long as you don't mess it up. See, that's what I'm saying. You should be able to do that. It's the same thing with, like, a bed. Like, I don't want to buy a bed. Like, what am I supposed to do? Go into beds for less and then, like, lay on the bed for a good 20 minutes and then be like, oh, yeah, this is the bed for me. Like, you don't know. And while you have that couch or bed, you got to know what it feels like when you're sick. You got to know what it feels like normal. You got to know what it feels like when you're absolutely hammered. Yeah. Because that's important. Now, usually you're... Your uh, your needs diminish when you're hammered, but still, a great couch to pass out on when you're hammered is really clutch. It needs to be comfy, or if you know you're engaging in anything else, it needs to be comfy when you finally lay down because. You know, hey, sometimes you go and hang out with your buddy, Mary, and then, you know, you meet up with Jane, and you're like, oh, hey, like, we're having a great time, and you go and lay down on the couch. You can't lay down on a rock-hard couch. It needs to kind of envelop you, you know what I mean? You can't come in and then just like, oh, it feels like a wooden plank. I'm not liver king. I'm not sleeping on wood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say that uh, as far as the couch goes, yeah, you... I hear you, Will. I had to go through that for a while where I was basically getting the hand-me-down couches, and then it got to this crossroad crossroad of being 30, needing a couch, and I'm like, you know what? I think this is a milestone where I have to go buy my own couch, and what is that process? I mean, I was looking online, and then everybody online was saying, no, you have to go to a store to try something out, go and sit on it. It, it, it's tough. It's a tough decision to make. And I basically got to the point where I said, just take my money and bring it on Thursday. Okay? And they, they are not cheap. They aren't. Couches <laughs> are expensive. That is so unfortunate. That really is unfortunate. Because like to me, a couch seems like it should be cheap. Much like a bike. Like a bike shouldn't be more than like 10 bucks. But I had to help my girlfriend Bikes buy a bike. a lot more than 10 bucks. <laughs> a lot more than 10 bucks. Especially like, in this town. How ridiculous is that? It's a bike. It's not that hard. You just like get two wheels and you ride around on it. Why is it $100? Does the bike cure cancer too? I want to no. <laughs> Why am I buying the stupid bike? This guy's been on radio for too long today. <laughs> right. I have crazy defi- bike takes. He's defending arsonists. He's talking That's crazy not true. about just bikes. Alleged arsonists. Alleged arsonist. I wasn't defending him. I was just saying he was a good guy and i still like like defending sounds like a character witness to me yeah 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 um it's really crappy when you grow up and you realize will that uh things are not cheap i just bought a car and i just bought a really affordable car and i I, can't tell you how much money i put down on and i can't believe you bought a car right i mean right yeah i've never bought a car the range, eh, don't, don't they're hit me. They're hit. Well, uh, one day I'll have to, I'm sure. I'm sure my 2016 Toyota Camry won't make it until I'm 60. That's not true, man. Sounds my like two- an economical, reliable car to me. All right? My 2005 Dude. Ford Ranger I got in 2005, and she still drives like a dream. There you go. Which but you just had to buy a new car. Well, yeah, because I got kids and stuff, and they, they, <laughs> don't, oh, they yeah, don't fit well. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. This isn't the 70s where I just throw them in the back of the pickup and everybody's cool. Yeah, well, you got to wait till they're in high school. Then you can do that. 
Yeah, hopefully. That's, that's I the mean, goal. That's what we did in high school. But they're not in high school. Well, that's what, okay, so I know. I, I'm a stopgap. So I, I bought this you. new car, and I'm going to use it until they're all in high school, which will be in about eight years, okay. and then I'll trash it, and then we'll go back to the pickup. All right, so there you go. Because I did not get rid of the pickup, for the record. This car is your Ryan Fitzpatrick of your car. Until, <laughs> until I go back to- You need a stopgap. Until I go back to Jim Kelly. There you go. Yeah. Glad we got to the bottom of this. I wanted to say Josh Allen, but he's he's younger than my pickup truck. Are either of you couch sleepers? Like, you don't mind just, you know, tonight I'm sleeping on the couch. Uh, I don't anymore. Since my wife and I started dating, I never sleep on the couch. But yeah. single and previous lives, oh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just like... You know, you run into Big your time. friends, Mary, and and then Jane yeah. stops by, yep. and you're kind of like, wow, this this couch is really comfortable, and it's just me and my cat's next to me, and she don't care. Oh yeah, no, it, it, that was a thing in college. It was just like, ah, you know what? I need I need a two hour nap. I'm just gonna crash on the couch. It's got to be a comfy couch. My new couch that well, my parents' new couch and my parents' <laughs> bought that I live in the same house as them with. <laughs> that couch kicks ass. It is so comfy. Like I sit down on it. I'm not getting up for two hours. No chance. It could be, the house could be on fire. I'm not getting up. I love that freaking couch. Yeah, and I'm not going to sleep on a couch because I have a, a full bed and my body hurts. And so the bed uh, the bed makes it better. When you, take a, when you start taking naps in your bed, that's pretty amazing. I mean, I got a TV in there so I can do whatever I want. Oh, there you go. Well, I just use my phone. I don't even have a TV in my room. Oh no, I got I got the fifty five inch in there. Uh, yeah. Do you really? Yeah, oh, we'll yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh. I'll play around. They got Apple TV set up with everything. Oh yeah, we good to go. Yeah, I used to be real bad at couch sleeper, where I would come home usually with T Bell in hand, fourth meal. Ooh, and, Baja Blast, baby, and just devour that, and then throw something on the the queue, the Netflix, Hulu, whatever, and then promptly pass out, and then wake up and. Start my day. It was bad. It was, well, it wasn't bad. The couch was comfortable. It was, it was nice. But it was like more times often than not. I'm like, who's telling me I got to go to my bed? I'm a single guy. I can sleep where I want, damn it. That's right, and mom. Then, <laughs> yeah. Mom, dad, I'll come up from the basement in a moment. Uh, but then one day the, the, the flip switched, and now I just I'm always in the bed. I don't sleep on the couch at all unless no. it's just the Sunday football nap or something. Yeah, unless I fall asleep mm. unintentionally, I'm always just in the bed. Oh no, I I love the couch. I'm still in the couch age. It's You'll still like there. appropriate. You'll get there, but it's one of oh, those things. I mean, you day. can ask Joey. I am conked out on the couch. I am just done sometimes, but I just can't do the overnight thing anymore. <laughs> it's not good on the back. Nope, it's not. Another oh. thing about getting older, there will. <laughs> <laughs> my my back's okay. It's my feet that I worry about. Yeah, the guy who played college uh, lineman. You don't know anything about injuries yet, right? Yet, <laughs> right, my friend. Yet, hey, right? no surgeries yet. Yeah. Right? Oakley, Oakley. Well, we got a show for you lined up. Thanks to Will for swinging by and sitting in with us. We got a lot to get to. It's pretty wild that we're in the beginning of December and we have such an action-packed show. There is movement. Uh, Joe and I have talked about it for weeks. We thought this was going to take a little while, but dominoes are falling. Things are moving, so there is a lot to get to as this feels like one of the most high-stakes offseason that I have ever witnessed. Uh, and so we'll get through all of that today with a lot to get to. We'll touch a little Mariners in the second hour. Uh, but I mean, there's just team after team spending, spending, spending. So we got a lot to get to. Uh, 503-250-1080. That's the fan text line. You can text us, interact with the show. And uh, if you say something cool, we, we, we like to read it on the air. Uh, when we come back, 
the biggest domino of all I didn't think was going to happen for another month or so, and it it has fallen. Aaron Judge has found a home. We'll start there first. This is the Hot Corner, Portland sports leader, 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. 716 Portland Sports Leader, don't you forget it. Excuse me. Will Ortner's sitting in with us because why not? He's been here all day, so you might as well pull a pull a clopin. Yeah, I'm close here. I'm getting I'm getting a twelve hour day today. Been here since nine. Gonna end at nine. That's not too bad. No, I'm pretty excited about it. That's not too bad. Hopefully, the I did not run this by the boss, so uh, if he's upset with you, Will, uh, blame yourself. Yeah, Don't blame me. That sounds fair. Well, I'll just I'll tell him about my new strategy that I have for making 1080 um, a more will friendly station. 1080 the will. Yeah, I just stay here forever, and I just never leave, and I live here, and I hang out with the homeless people, and we'll have a good time. <laughs> you beat me to it. I was going to say, well, there's a guy outside that seems like he can do that, and uh, we haven't done anything about it really. So why not, Will? Take could your problems inside. From what I've seen, when he kicks it outside, you could probably have a real fun time with him if you that, really want to chase that dragon. That's true. I've. I've I mean, I don't want to, but it does look like he very much enjoys it. I it mean, wasn't him, but on the way in this morning, and I had this conversation literally with the client. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's you know, one one street you can look down, and you're like, wow, this view's great, Fremont Bridge and these fall colors, and oh, this looks great. And then, like this morning, you can turn down a street and see a guy drop trowel and, yep. you know, lay a Cleveland steamer right on the sidewalk. Right I'm like, there. Damn and it. it's cold enough that it is steaming. Yes, yes, seriously. Steaming Willie Beeman. I'm like, man, tunnel vision. She said tunnel vision. Just use it to get to work, okay? <laughs> Just get the get to there, get inside, get to work, okay? 
Well, we're real lucky here on this baseball show uh, being on today, the 7th of December. We are off next week uh, due to some Ducks basketball, so you can tune in and catch that on 10 of the Fan. We are home of the Ducks. Uh, and we got kind of lucky because a ton of dominoes have fallen in this free agent market. And dare I say, you know, and, and I'll, I'll go, I'll derail us for a little bit. For me, as I'm watching this stuff, as I'm seeing, and we're going to get to a lot of these big signings, to Jacob DeGrom changing teams, Trey Turner changing teams. You know, we'll get to Aaron Judge, Justin Verlander's change teams, Jose Abreu, a sneaky signing, you know, stuff like that, Josh Bell. This feels like some of the most high-stakes offseason that I've seen in a while. Is that just me as a baseball nerd, Will, or do you feel that? It's it's a lot of big names. So for a lot of people who are more casual baseball people, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, hey, I know who Wilson Contreras is. I know who Kenley Jansen is. Obviously, if you don't know who Aaron Judge is, you're just you, living yeah, under you, the Fremont Bridge. Yeah, so that's yeah. on you, right? So I think what you're seeing is you're seeing a lot of big name people start to move around. And as an MLB fan, I think you should be over the moon because what is everyone ripped on MLB the MLB for you don't have national stars you have regional stars sure you know who plays in your region and you're excited about them or you're excited to play them and then that's it well it kind of seems like maybe you're starting to get some national stars there are some big names and they're all moving I mean shoot I know Mitch Hanniger probably isn't a top tier name but he's definitely a second to third tier guy and I know like I had my girlfriend start on half the teams in the league exactly my and my girlfriend doesn't watch baseball that's not a sport that she enjoys unless she's there and she was like oh hey I heard Mitch Haniger left. So you're starting to finally get an offseason, kind of like the uh, NFL or the NBA, where people care and they're starting to pay attention. Mm-hmm. That's good for baseball and that's good for growing the brand. Yeah, and I think it's wild because there's a ton of movement and there are signings that I just absolutely love. And there are signings that I absolutely hate. And it's not even like a dollar thing or anything like that because baseball doles out stupid money. It's just about fit and stuff. But there is, for some reason to me, seeing, you know, like the Mets, for example. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, you know, they snag Verlander. That's a reactionary move. And you're seeing all this stuff. And what's funny is you look around baseball and the Astros just won the World Series. And it, it doesn't feel like people are chasing to beat the Astros per se. It, it truly feels like an arms race, kind of like the Rams yes. when they won the Super Bowl. Just it's kind of like, as you just can. get all the guys we can get and we'll make it happen now. People, the the teams that are looking to build and grow, the the Cleveland Guardians, the Oakland A's of, of, of the past, how the Astros got here, the Rays for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. You feel a little bit like those teams aren't around this offseason. And it's just like, who's free? I need a starter. Mm-hmm. I will give you a boatload of money. It, it seems like there's a good chunk of teams that are in win now, right now mode, which is kind of weird because I didn't feel like there were a ton of teams that were in win now mode after last season. Right? I don't think so either. Coming into the playoffs, you were like Astros heavy favorite. The Dodgers are good. The Braves are good, but I don't know. And they yeah. fizzled out. Exactly. Like to me, the Kenley Jansen signing doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't make any sense. I think Boston is a lot farther away in their bullpen than just signing a 35 year old closer. Now, don't get me wrong. Like Kenley Jansen has been one of the best closers since he's entered the league, if not the best, you know, depending on how mm-hmm. you want to argue his stats. But 
you just overpaid for a guy, and I know there's no salary cap, but you can't tell me that overpaying for him doesn't affect how you sign other bullpen guys down the road. And he doesn't do, like, he, it isn't special to me. It isn't like, oh, you know what the Red Sox were last year? They were one closer away. One closer if away. they had a closer. No, they were an entire bullpen. Like, that's great. You got a great closer. And they're not just you, an entire bullpen. They're an entire offense, too, and they're about to lose one of their best guys in ex- Xander Bogart. Exactly. It just doesn't make sense to me. But it's like, hey, let's get a big name out there. And, and that kind of feels a little bit to the degree of how some teams are doing. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I... I think, what, was it Philly who went out and got Trey Turner? Mm-hmm. That's a great <clears throat> signing. You yeah. were right there on the doorstep. And to be honest, if Bryce Harper didn't get hurt, I think you would have been a lot better throughout the year to the point where it wasn't like, oh, my God, where'd they come from? You, I feel like you are on the doorstep. So you went out and you got one of the best middle infielders in the entire league. That makes sense to me. But the Kenley Jansen trade, or even like Wilson Contreras to me, doesn't make a ton of sense. Like, yeah, you lost Yachty, but is he going to be what puts you over the hump? I don't think so. There were a lot of teams that seem to be looking really, really short-term right now, which is exciting, but I don't know if it's the right move for their franchise. It's just, you, you said it best, baseball has always struggled with having an excitement. And... I mean, yesterday, I'm at work, and it's 2 o'clock, 2.30, 3 o'clock, something like that, and my phone buzzes. And I went, holy yes. You know, I work in an office environment, yeah. but it's, it's pretty chill. Like, we're, we're pretty loose. And someone's like, what's up? Because I've been watching World Cup games on my iPad like, what morning. did Morocco do? Yeah, but, but it was late enough that everybody knew that the World Cup wasn't going on anymore. So I was like, holy yes. And they were like, what? And I was like, Giants got judge. And, you know, it was a false report. Heyman jumped the gun and, you know, that causes an S storm and, you know, whatever you want to say about that. And I know some people are really low on John Heyman and have been for years. He should have pretended to be hacked. He should have put the PS4 giveaway up, whatever. But what I noticed was I said that and there's one guy at work who is from Jersey, big Yankee fan, but he's not a huge baseball guy. Yeah, I knew he would know. And then there's another guy that I work with that is a sports fan. You know, we'll come back from the weekend and be like, you know, do you see the end of fill in the blank this game? You know, like the Patriots. He was like, that game sucked, but that was crazy at the end, huh? So, you know, he watches. It wasn't just him. It was other people were like, really? He's going to San Francisco. And I was kind of like, all right. All right. And then I was like, I know it's it's almost it's like as big as DeGrom going to the Rangers. And they're like, who? And you're like, all right, we're not there yet, but we're getting close. We're we're, we're in the ballpark. We're, and and I love known. I love that story about your girl who's like Mitch Haniger's gone, and it's like some of that's a little local. I mean, she works in media, yeah, she, and and in the in state Tri- of Washington, in Tri Cities, right, though, but doesn't like baseball. But you would know that just by being like osmosis. Yes, exactly. There's some. There's just something about this off season to me that feels like the stakes are really high. And what that tells me is that I think people look around the league and I think people, GMs, fans, and players are saying it's really just the Astros. Everything else is wide open. And in a game of, and in a series of seven games, I mean, Philly didn't play that great in the World Series, but they had moments and it did go six. So you can, you can see that, sure, they are loaded. That bullpen was absolutely filthy in Houston. They are loaded, but everything else is wide open. Cleveland, Toronto, and Seattle, and the Rays. They're all right. The American League teams outside of the Yankees and the Astros. 
Yeah. Like the the iron is hot. And they're young. Yeah. They're young. So that's what I mostly mean, that people are just kind of looking around and saying, we have an opportunity here, and this is a loaded free agent class. You know, I want to get to Trey Turner and how that affects the rest of the shortstops, but there's still a bunch of guys on the board. Oh, it's yeah. not like we're here on December 7th, you know, the remembrance of Pearl Harbor, never forget. Uh, and these huge signings have already happened. There's a lot left in the tank. Joe, was there anything that jumped out to you in these like last few days that all of a sudden it's just bam, 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 guys, 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 going, going, going? Um, I mean, nothing. I, I don't mean necessarily like specific signings. No, I, I hear you. I think it has just been somewhat of the rapid pace of everything. It seemed like we just got avalanche with signings and acquisitions, which, again, like to Will's point, is that makes this offseason fun. Got in this morning to the office. What was the one thing people were talking about? Judge, the signing. Like, you know, we're in the middle of football season. We just had the playoff set, and I know we have days to talk about that react, but, you know, this is this is prime football, NBA basketball time, December, right? Mm-hmm. And here we are in – the middle of it talking about signings and reports and what, you know, and also hearing this from a sales guy Cooley this morning, who is a Yankee fan, but talking about how his son this morning, who I think is six, seven, something like that was like, woke up this morning waiting in anticipation to hear about who judge signed with Cooley wow. hit him with. He's like, buddy judge, he signed his contract and, what is it, Dad? And he said it was the Yankees. And then he apparently ran around the room all crazy. And it's like, when you hear those stories, that's where I hear, I'm like, all right, the game's not lost yet. <laughs> right? Like, we got six, seven-year-olds that still care about. We're not out of jobs yet. Yeah, the signings and stuff like that. Like, that's that's where I'm like, all right, there's, there's something going on. I mean, again, th- very unique situation, I will say, when you have a guy like Judge who just set a record like he did and had the season he did to be mm-hmm. a free agent. But still, it's... Just that, Trey Turner, all the other signings, man, it's really created a great buzz around this offseason. And I I want to jump on that, too. And I was thinking about this while you guys were talking. Think about when the NFL free agency starts. When NFL free agency starts, guess what people stop caring about? NBA and MLB, who are in season. Truth. There are real games, but NFL free agency, and we're waiting for Ed Werder, who's hiding out in Tom Brady's hedges. The NFL draft does the same. I- exactly. Or NBA free agency, if there's a Kevin Durant or a LeBron James type who are who could leave. You've got Magic Johnson waiting at their doorstep. Are the Blazers going to trade Dame? Is Giannis going to sign the Max? Exactly. Luka, is he going to get an extension? Exactly. And you have ML, like actual MLB games that are being played that day, but they are getting upended on SportsCenter. For these these free agent signings that aren't gonna like we're not even gonna get to see anything from that player or from that team for another like four or five months. This is the first time it felt like, hey, it's NFL and it's NBA and NHL season right now. But what was the most talked about story? What was the number one thing that led off Sports Center today? It's Aaron Judge signing a cr- contract. I had to go out and I was producing for Danny and Dusty 
So I had to write my own update, right? Give you a little hint. When I write my update, I go to ESPN. The top three stories we are- We all do, Will. It's okay. Right? On the top three stories on ESPN, it's Judge, Kenley Jansen, and number three is Vaughn Miller out for the year. Wow, wow. Vaughn Miller out for the year. potential Hall of Famer, out two-time two Super Bowl champ. Could affect- Defensive player of the year. Could affect your Super Bowl favorite, probably, totally. for some people. And he's getting beat out by Aaron Judge and Kenley Jansen, two guys that you're not going to see for another four to five months. That never happens in baseball. So- so if you are an MLB fan, a baseball fan, your your sports pants got to be a little tight right now because you're tight. you're starting to win. Gotta be a you're starting tight. to win when you a lot of people told you you wouldn't win in these situations and that you're dying and you're clearly not. You got to be a little tight. And like we've been alluding to, uh, the big domino Aaron Judge has signed, and that's where I want to lead this off. What does this mean for the Yankees? What does it mean for the Giants? What does it just mean in terms of the process of free agents? going forward and that dollar sign and his age and all that kind of stuff. So we'll dive into that next. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Coming up in the second hour of the show, we got a lot to get to. I do want to touch a little bit on the Mariners as that is coming across the text line, 503-250-1080. What's the next step for them as Mitch Haniger exits left field into San Francisco? Where is the next move for them? I do want to chat about that. Plus, I got some fun early numbers on payroll stuff that could be great to get into. But we are live from the shadows of the historic Fremont Bridge. Will Ortner sitting in with us. Tonight, as we've got this plethora of free agent chaos going on in Major League Baseball, we'll start with the big boy, Aaron Judge. It was reported yesterday afternoon from John Heyman that he had signed a deal with the San Francisco Giants, which was kind of put everything uh, ablaze. And then shortly after that, uh, he rescinded that and said he had jumped the gun. And say what you want about John Heyman. He's got a little bit of history of not being the most reliable source. Uh, he wants to be the the Woj, the Schefter of baseball, and I think there was a window there when he was, and the game sometimes uh, passes, you passes you by a little bit. Jeff Passan tends to be the guy I listen to the most these days, if not Buster only. Uh, the ESPN guys for baseball tend to be a little more my go-to. But it was official this morning. The New York Yankees sign Aaron Judge to a nine-year, $360 million contract that will keep him in the Bronx. If you can't do math like me, that's 40 a year. And that will take him up to basically his 40th his 40th birthday. And I don't know, Will, how much you saw how this story went down. But there are a lot of levels to this. We knew, we knew before uh, there were any real reports, we knew the Giants were going to be in play because they he's, said a, it. he's a California boy and that's his favorite team growing up. And then they came out and made it very apparent 
we are going after Judge. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be outbid. We knew we knew the Red Sox were going to check in. We knew the Dodgers were going to check in. All those big bloods were going to check in and see if they had a shot. But it seemed like a two-team race. Come to find out, there is a third team waiting in the shadows. On the grassy knoll. And that was the San Diego Padres. They offered 10 years, 400 mil. That's an insane, which, insane amount of money. Which is the same amount of money the Yankees gave them, but with an extra year. So I find it fascinating that they became a player in the end because they're going to have to pay Juan Soto a boatload. They're already paying Fernando Tatis a boatload. Mm. They're already paying Manny Machado a boatload. Yep. Like, this team has got a lot of money on the books, but clearly they want to do something. And the story goes out is that when Judge met with the Padres and got that offer, Hal Steinbrenner called Aaron Judge and said, do you want to be a Yankee? And Aaron Judge said, yes, I do. And he said, then what does it take? And Judge says, I want that ninth year. And they gave it to him. Hey, I I respect Aaron Judge because what what do they always tell you when you're looking for a job? Like if you can get multiple offers, multiple bids, go out there, take the best one. If you get two bids, well, then you can kind of play them off each other. Mm -hmm. To me, it kind of sounds like that's what he did. It's like, hey, I just had the best year in baseball by someone who isn't, you know, accused of being on the juice or anything like that. Looked super legit, a very likable player. Since Roger Maris. And it's clear to me that if my girlfriend has an idea of who Aaron Judge is, and you have co-workers who know who Aaron Judge is, it's like, hey, he might be the most recognizable person not named Mike Trout in the entire MLB. You want Aaron Judge on your team, and let's call a spade a spade. He's a little bit of a of a physical freak because he's so big in a sport that it's dominated. Well, yeah, he looks like a tight end. He, he looks like... He honestly looks like Jimmy uh, Graham. It's really who he oh, looks yeah. like to me. Yeah, that's a good like, call. He's a freak. He's 280 pounds. He's 6'8". He runs like a freaking deer. He, he Not only does he hit for power, he hits for average. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best players it's in the league. actually something people slumped on this year was like his average. When he was in that slump trying to get to 62, people yes. were like, oh, what a bust. And it's like, actually, that guy hit two doubles today that scored runs. Yes. Like he hit, he hit over 300 in a league that no one cares about hitting over 300 anymore. They just care about hitting bombs and hitting balls really, really hard with a high exit velocity, right? So he's one of the most electric players in the league, and he just used that star power, and he found other suitors who were willing to pay him to drum up his price to get the Yankees to finally pay him because the Yankees didn't want to pay him. They've been trying to re-sign him for years, Mm -hmm. but the thing was was they didn't want to go over a certain price point. And he said, well, you know what? I'm going to bet on myself, and he went out and he won. He won. He bet on himself he did enough to get the amount of money that he deserves, and he got Hal Steinbrenner to go out and be like, you know what, I'll be like my dad and I'll fork up some money. And I think what's I think what's interesting is when I look at this and you see it, it came out in the preseason that the Yankees tried to sign him for eight years, 320, something like that. Uh, that was going to make him highly paid, but clearly he coveted that nine that ninth year. What's interesting to me is... I thought the Giants were a real player in this. I really thought the Giants were a real player. Now, I didn't love the signing for the Giants because I was kind of looking around going, like, who else do you got? Mm -hmm. You know, I like Luke Webb and Crawford's still good but starting to fade, but I really don't like a lot of the other players around you. I mean, little Yaz is kind of good but not amazing. So I didn't love the idea, but it's like, hey, shoot your shot. Yeah. 
to me, what it sounds like is that this was never, this was never really a race. This was never really a question. Judge wanted to be in New York. He was going to go back to New York. He just had some parameters that he knew they would eventually fall on. And he probably, they probably didn't need Hal Steinbrenner to call him. He knew that Cashman would probably fold and probably get the okay from the boss, from the bosses and, and make it happen. But there's this dramatic that came out. Mm -hmm. And to me, it tells me that he was never going to leave New York. And this backs up the power of that brand. I can't think of a superstar come up through that system at the level of an Aaron Judge that didn't resign and leave. Yeah, no, I I'm right there with you. I and yeah, I I do think to a degree of it was like, "Hey, I'm never going to leave New York." But I do think that to a degree like New York not signing Trey Turner and right now they're trying to figure out like if they can go out and get Carrera or Bogarts, right? Like they need to reassure their middle infield. They right. got to figure out something to do there. They wanted to get the Aaron Judge stuff done first because if they could get his stuff taken care of, then they knew exactly how much they could go out and spend. And now I do think you're going to see them throw a lot of money at some of those top-tier middle infielders because they, that is a spot they have to shore up. They have to be better in that middle infield. But I, I think with Aaron Judge, it's, hey, I want to be in New York and – the San Diego part surprises me because mm-hmm. if it was just San Francisco, then I'm right there completely with you. He was never going to leave because San Francisco, they're not competing for a championship. They, they don't have a chance of winning a pennant. Like, that's not what they are. But the minute you throw San Diego in there, it's like, well, shoot, San Diego was in the NLCS. Definitely. Like, Definitely. That, is, that is a team, and you're going to get Tatis back. Arguably, they were in the NLCS without Tatis. You're arguably, <clears throat> arguably going to get your best player back. You you can make the argument you have the best closer in baseball. So, to me, I think that San Diego jumping in makes it a little bit different. Just because I do think that there would be a real possibility of him going that way if it was all about winning. Now, if it's all about being in New York and being a Yankee, then you know what? I'll eat crow. I'm wrong here. But I do think that it, it helped him to drum up this, but I don't think he gets that ninth year if San Diego doesn't come in. I agree with you. I agree with you. And I think I think it's good for baseball, too. I mean, Aaron Judge is extremely likable. It's It's hard to find a reason not to like him. And... To be in that market, to be that superstar, he's got a great smile. You know, he he's adopted. He's he's biracial. Mm-hmm. He kind of represents a lot of America. Yes. and you know, baseball being you know super America, I I I think it's I think it's a really good mood move. Plus, I mean, what if Judge just looked at it from an actual baseball standpoint? Hitting dingers in right field at Yankee Stadium is a, a lot, lot easier than hitting dingers at AT and T. I mean, there's a reason that there's been you know a hundred and almost two hundred home runs hit over that wall mm-hmm. in you know into McCovey Cove, and Barry Bonds has half of them. Yeah, so you got a guy who's loaded on juice is the, the only one balls. really really hitting bombs over there. So mm-hmm. from a baseball standpoint, it makes sense. You know, that right field in Yankee Stadium has always been kind to hitters like Judge. And now he's there. I mean, the question is, is when does this deal get bad? I, well, Five years? I mean, it, it kind of has the Robbie Cano effect. where The Pujols I, maybe, effect? Maybe you get through. I think if you get through five, you're happy. 
if you're a Yankee fan, if you get five Aaron Judge years, not even like this, but let's say you can keep him healthy, completely healthy, where he doesn't get hurt, and he's averaging what? Probably 30, 35 bombs. He's hitting around 285. Mm-hmm. I think if you had five years of that and you get yourself near near a championship, you get yourself near a World Series, maybe you go to one, maybe you win one. I think if you win one inside of this contract, I think technically if he's one of the better players, I'd probably say, like, hey, that's a, that's a win. Because for me, that's Percy Harvin. I'm a big Seahawks fan. I think of the Percy Harvin trade as a win because guess what? The Seahawks signed him, and he was a big part of that Super Bowl that they won. Mm -hmm. Now, he didn't do crap before that, and he didn't do crap after that with the Seahawks, and he was always hurt, but he was there for the Super Bowl. So I I do think it depends on how long into it you can get out of him. Can Mm -hmm. you get five years of him being a top-tier player, being in that AL MVP conversation, and do you win win a World Series? Because if you do all that within the first three years – I honestly think that that's a victory of a contract. I don't even think you care about the bad years. It's whatever. You're the Yankees. You just send him away, pay him to play for someone else, and you go get the next Aaron Judge, a young kid, right? But if he goes out and he has a bunch of hurt years like he's had in the past, him and Giancarlo, I don't know if it is worth it. So you're kind of rolling the dice, but at the same time, could you afford to not re-sign him and then have him go do the same thing next year for the Giants? No way. Especially not if you went to the Mets. Uh, what's it, what'll be really interesting is the Yankees shored up <clears throat> a big, big need, and that was to make sure you don't lose Aaron Judge. But this team right now is still the same team it was last year, so they're going to have to do something more to get over that hump because I think that team last year was very inflated and not that great. When we come back, the other, the one of the teams in the World Series made a huge signing that not only affects them and the rest of the National League, but also where this shortstop market is, which might be the best since maybe ever. So there's a lot more to get to. Patrick Harris here with you. Joe Fisher behind the glass. Will Ortner joining us for funsies. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Loaded second hour coming up. Don't go anywhere. We'll touch a little bit on the Mariners. Plus, I got some fun stats about payrolls already going into the 2023 season. But before we get there, you know, Judge was the talk of the town. But for me, my focus uh, was very much on this shortstop class. Headlined by Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, and Carlos Correa. And just kind of seeing you've got three guys that clearly are, in my opinion, going to be on the move. It is maybe not talked about enough, but it seemed fairly obvious to me that Xander Bogarts wanted nothing to do with Boston anymore. Uh, I don't want to get into political racial debates, but it kind of reminds me a little of the Mookie Betts situation that I think being a black man in America is hard in that region. Especially in Boston. In that region. And so he seems, feels like he's sliding. And I think he's the best shortstop of the three. He's the one I would go after. But it was going to be interesting to see how the dominoes fall. And I heard this report a few days ago that 
the Phillies were interested in Trey Turner. And I said, well, of course they're interested in Trey Turner. They just went to the World Series and they could use an upgraded shortstop. And then I saw that Trey Turner had some interest in Philly and I went, uh-oh, this could be real dangerous. He's sure gone. enough, sure enough, he signs 10 years, 300 mil, or 11 years, excuse me, 300 mil to play shortstop in Philly, which is already an absolutely loaded offense. Um, their pitching staff got them to the World Series uh, was good enough to get them to the World Series, I should say. Yep. And the hitting got quiet in the World Series, and they were beat by a better team. Trey Turner is a serious upgrade. Do I think he's the best shortstop on the market? No. But I'll tell you what, I love the fit in Philly. I think it is an amazing signing for them. I don't like 11-year deals when you're sitting there knocking on 30. But if you're the Phillies and you want to spend that money, I mean... Turner's gonna be is gonna be that one guy. He hits for average better than everyone on that team. Sands Harper, he can hit bombs, but he's fast. He's he plays fast. good defense. Mm-hmm. He is going to. I think they need a pitcher, a starter, more than they need a shortstop. But this is not a bad move. No, hundred percent. But I mean, and we've had this argument before, but. At least from my Mariners side, I know that when the Mariners trade or sign big free agent pitchers, Robbie Ray, it always seems like they come back down to earth mm-hmm. the next year, Eric Bedard. So, Oof. what Pray I think... that doesn't happen to Luis Castillo. Right? Well, he's been good so far. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, for me, what happens is you, you sign these guys, these pitchers, and then they come in and they don't usually work out, or at least in my eyes, like 50-50 chance, right? Well, when it comes to bats, to me, that seems more more likely to hit than not, unless your name is Sean Figgins, right? So mostly, Adrian Beltre. Well, he, he was good in Seattle, but Richie okay. Sexton sucked. <laughs> this poor guy has been hurt so much. <laughs> he just listed off like three dudes in the last like decade and a half. It's just like, oh my. He said Robbie oh, Cano no. earlier today, too. Oh, no. <laughs> just like all one after another. Well, I don't know. I'm just out here. I look. I've been here a while. I'm listing names. <laughs> He's but, losing it. So, anyways, back back to my point. What I'm saying is, I I think that it's easier to get a free agent hitter to come over and stay consistent than it is to get a pitcher and stay consistent. At least that's that's my feelings. Maybe the Mariners have been hurting me, and and that's not the case with the rest of the league. But that's how I feel. So to me, I like getting Trey Turner, especially since you can put him at the leadoff spot, mm-hmm. and then. You have you have Hoskins, you have Bryce Harper, you have uh Yeah, you go, Schwarber. You, go you go Turner, Hoskins, you go Turner, Hoskins, Harper, Schwarber, Harper, Schwarber, Rio Muto. Castellanos, Castellanos at the six. Like, that's a scary – that might be the best six hitters, like top six hitters in the entire MLB. It better be. It costs a lot of money. <laughs> right. Well, but that's okay because, again, you're not looking at this as a 10-year or 11-year contract. You're looking at it, can I win in a World years. Series in five? Yeah. And I do think that you can. Now, I don't think Trey Turner is like, oh, my God, they've won. Philly, it's over. You might as well just give Philly. You the don't World think Series. they're. You don't think they're right now. Before anything else happens, you don't think they're the National League favorite. I think that they're definitely in the conversation. But you I think I, the Dodgers I, still have something to Dodgers, say. The Braves Padres, have something to say. The Mets, Padres. Braves. I'm not saying Mets. I don't. I don't like the Mets. I really. <laughs> I really don't think that they're there. But I do think that this gives you another option. It gives you another wrinkle, and then later on you can go get pitching because look. 
there are times where you have pitchers that suck it up for two or three years, and then all of a sudden they catch fire and they're really stinking good. I mean, shoot, Edwin Diaz was one of, if not the best closers last year, and two years before, all of New York wanted to get rid of him because he led the NL in blown saves. Seattle already got rid of him. Exactly. We made fun of him on this show. Exactly. They started calling him Ed Luz Diaz. Like, that was a nickname that he had, yeah. yet he was one of the most electric arms in all of baseball. And so, to me, if I'm the Phillies, like, hey, let's sign a couple more bullpen pitchers. Let's let's shore that up. Let's try and go out and find a starting pitcher. And then as we get closer to the trade deadline, guess what? There are going to be pitchers that are out there on teams that suck that you can go and make a trade for where it's a little easier for them to stay consistent because that year they have been dominant, much like the Mariners did with Castillo and, and the Reds, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think necessarily right away you need to go out and do this, but I do think that Trey Turner, he adds a level of excitement, and then I don't think that you can deny his clutch gene. Like It always seemed to me when the Dodgers needed a big hit or they needed someone fast on the bases, he found a way to get on base, and then guys got him in. He's the type of player where if you he's at first and you hit a double, basically anywhere but a short right field or a short left field, he has a chance to score yep. from first. Yep. So to me, that's a level of excitement, especially with the bats that you have, the power hitting that you have. you got to go out and sign him if you have the opportunity, and they clearly did that. Yep, and then that leaves another giant question if you're the Dodgers. You let Corey Seager walk because you thought you were going to lock Trey Turner up, and you didn't. So... That middle infield outside of Freddie Freeman is in a lot of trouble for L.A., so it'll be interesting if they start ramping up in the shortstop market with the big boys still on the board of Xander Bogarts and Carlos Correa. And speaking of shortstops and teams that might need shortstops, we come back in the second hour. I want to dive into a team that I think should make a run at either of these guys, and I think one of them is a better fit. We'll get to that next. Don't go anywhere. Will Ortner in the house with us. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. Big Souk here for the Big Ford Store. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 